Hey, good evening. Smith is Red coming at you. Oh, man, what a day, huh? All right. A lot going on, a lot going on. Uh, it's around 10.30. Hey, I'm sorry that I didn't get out uh, earlier. I, <laughs> man, I was running into a who's who in Memphis today. It was wild. Um, hey, do me a favor. Go grab my wallet, please. Sorry about that. I'm talking to my wife. Um, got some gentlemen. I want to mention the names, and I've got two of them, but one of them, man, yeah. Yeah, let's go ahead and get my shout-outs going uh, and get this going right off, man, and get on with it. I went over to uh, to get Stephanie. Uh, it was her birthday, right? So we're sitting there listening to Chris Stapleton. And, Gaga, we got you on, uh, you and Bradley. Yeah, we're going to watch. It's, you know, we, we watch a lot of movies, man. We love movies. And I was like, what do you want to watch? And she said, I'd like to watch The Star Wars more. I was like, okay, cool. We haven't seen that in a while. And we just, oh, God, we've probably got... I don't know, man. 300 DVDs we've collected over the years. So anyway, I know everything's streaming now, but old school's the best school. That's just the way I look at it. Teach their own. And I do watch streaming, HBO, Bill Maher. I love that. But anyway, we're going to play a little clip earlier, so I guess I don't know if you saw it. So anyway, want to give my shout-out to my three gentlemen I met over at Buster's Liquors and... Shout out to you, Aaron, Harden, and Kyle. And, uh, man, they were just awesome, you know. (laughs) They're all in there, man. I'm taking their college guys, right? And they work at Buster's, and that's near the University of Memphis. And we were discussing this, that, man. And I just, hey, look, I don't preach. I swear to God, I don't. But, you know, man, right before I left the house, we had this, uh, we had a, um, thing on the local news and it was talking about this new variant out of India is here in the Mid-South in Memphis actually and uh, you know I asked a man I walked in and I had my mask on of course now Stephanie and I both got the J&J okay uh, let me have a sip of my scotch here my, my Glenmore uh, yeah I went and got the 14 year old and I like it and Port Cass is a single malt scotch whiskey hmm Marangi, is that it? Fuck, I don't know, man. It's always swap up brands. I mean, you know, they used to drink blended years ago, and hey, I figured I'm worth the single malt. Well, okay. <laughs> so anyway, she does too, by the way. So we usually play guitar and we dance and we drink some whiskey and listen to Chris Stapleton. And it used to be, you know, as far as Tennessee whiskey, eh, you know, I like Scotch whiskey myself. Anyway, all that being said, man. We got her food at Pete and Sam's. We're coming back by Buster's, and we went in. I met these three gentlemen, and I walk in, and I get my Scotch whiskey, and I went back and got some of my Scottish ale. Of course, they're out of it, and the local breweries here in Memphis, it, there's three of them, and there's Memphis Made. Shout out to Adam. I ran into Adam tonight at the store. Adam, you were awesome, man. You're a cool guy, and I enjoy talking to you. And Adam was telling me Memphis Made is going to be moving um, near Crosstown, is where I'm looking for space for my podcast and we're going to get the camera going soon okay and I'm doing all this with an iPhone that's obvious right so I think I don't know we've kind of we've come a little bit ways here in the past what 30 days I've done this I think it is April April Fool's Day go there you go we figured I did that for a reason <laughs> it kind of fits right so anyway man and now it's all good and uh, yeah don't even start right um uh, but I talked to these three gentlemen, and we're talking, man, and they're they're cool. They're all three cool as shit. Now, 
Aaron was an African-American young man, handsome guy, and Harden, and Kyle. They're all good-looking cats, man, so I'm sure they're not hurting with the ladies at all, and especially after they get a shout-out tonight. You know, for wealth. Well, I don't know, man. If all five of my listeners go to <laughs> probably don't go to the University of Memphis, but you guys are awesome, man. And, uh, yeah, I was talking, and I said, hey, you know, just by chance, they had their mask on. And I said, hey, did you guys get vaccinated, man? I swear to God, I'm not preaching to you. And they're like, no. And I said, hey, I just saw a, a thing on the local news where I left, man. And it was on CBS and uh, local Channel 3 here. And there's a new variant, is here. And they're like, really? And I said, yeah. And I was telling them about it. I said, man, you know what? I, I get it. You know, I've been 20. What are you, about 20, 21, whatever? I didn't, you know. That's what I'm thinking. And I said, you know, I've been young, man. You know, I'm 60, believe it or not. And because they were looking at me like, I already told them my age, and they're like, you don't look 60. And I'm like, oh, well, thank you. And I feel it, trust me. Um, but anyway, man, we were just talking, and they, you know, they said, I think one of Kyle, no, see, I think it was, if I, if I got this wrong, guys, forgive me, I think it was Harden said, yeah, I got my first. And uh, I think, no, and I think Kyle said it. He had had that. Matter of fact, Harden and Kyle both said they had started the program. They had gotten the Pfizer one of them had his shots. Now, Aaron, on the other hand, I don't think he did. Aaron, if I've got that wrong, my man, I'm sorry. I, okay, I do get it wrong sometimes. You know, um, try to get it right. But anyway, we got to talking, man, and as fate would have it, it was kind of a trip. I said, look, my pops was a firefighter, and before he died, he made me tell him, but whatever they do, promise me you won't let him put me on a ventilator. Now, he had seen this many times being a firefighter. Not many, but enough. You know, firefighters get burned up, man. I mean, back in the day, there was—they didn't have the equipment they had now. They don't—they didn't have the training, man. I mean, my pops used to eat smoke, man. They did—they didn't have oxygen from 1960 to 68 when they first went on oxygen here in Memphis. So whatever the hell was in the fire, brother, they—they they, you know—they swallowed, they ate smoke, which is kind of a farcical thing, if you will. That in firehouses now they can't fucking smoke a cigarette. Well, we can eat smoke, but we can't smoke a fucking cigarette. You're right. Yeah, so much for political correct horseshit. So anyway, man, it's gotten out of hand, y'all. I'm sorry for those out there that are politically correct, and I know there's a lot of you. I am not that guy. So like I say, if you're that, you might as well turn me off right now. I would never try to offend anybody, man, intentionally. No, I wouldn't. And, you know, man, I mean, I don't have a filter, guys. I and mean, you listen to me, and I drop the F-bomb. You know, my mother's in Florida, and I, like, give her a warning, like, preempt it. You know, hey, Mom, you might not want to listen to this one. Anyway, man, they were cool. Thanks, guys. I appreciate the help and get those vaccines. And I, I know Aaron says it. Yeah, he said my dad's a firefighter, and he tells me the same thing about the ventilator. And I said, yeah, they paralyze your body with an agent, and you don't want to go out like that. And a matter of fact, Aaron said, yeah, my dad said that if you go on a ventilator, man, you kiss your ass goodbye. And I said, yeah, once in a blue moon, if somebody will make it off of it, man, but it's, it's no way to go out. That being said, man, y'all please get vaccinated. You know, Stephanie and I got the J&J, man. I've, I've shared my heart deal with y'all. And it was some electrocution. Uh, everybody always uses that word electrocution, which means they kill you by electricity. So and I got lit up is what we call it in the trade. Uh, and boy, did I get lit up, 12,000 volts. It was 7.2,000 phase to ground. And to give you an idea, they electrocute people. They electrocute people in the electric chair back in the day when they did that. With, and it was anywhere from 2,500 volts to 5,000 volts. Now, the lower the voltage, the higher the amperage. You know, voltage is essential to pressure, okay? That's what pushes AC voltage. AC is, you know, alternating current that's back and forth, and it travels at the speed of light. See, all these physics, man, amaze me when I do line work, man, because I'm sitting there holding a conductor in my hand. I can feel it humming. 
and I can feel the vibration if I'm on a circuit that's loaded down feeding like downtown Memphis and um, it, actually back in the day we, we were on a circuit at Kimberly Clark I don't know if you know what that is um, but they made diapers like pampers man they had some turbines there that were ginning man and we were up in a bucket on Booker's truck he was my old boss and man me and another lineman got we were in the bucket truck now you're insulated you're like a bird on a wire right we grabbed this with our rubber gloves and our protectors on our gloves start smoking and i'm like holy shit we're breaking down in a fucking bucket truck that's some serious amperage man now a circuit we've got what we call 600 amp underslungs and that's to isolate a circuit you know the, the feeder circuit uh, now this is the, there's a whole saying electricians wire houses linemen wire cities okay so, yeah, we're all fucking adrenaline junkies, man. That's just the way it is. And you'd have to, you know, we're not right. Yeah, right. That was a good figure. But, man, we were breaking down, right? And it was smoking, and I came down. I said, boss, man, I said, you know, this is fucked up. He went there and got an amp probe out of the bucket. He handed it, I mean, out of the big truck, and he handed it to me. And that's a digger Derek. We used to call it the big truck. It's the biggest truck in the fleet. You know, we got three. We got a material truck. Back in the day, you had a bucket truck, and you had a Digger Derrick or a T-Rex, and they're great. They're a crane truck that you see with the auger on it, okay? So the big truck carried all our equipment. Well, Booker got me the amp probe, and I put it on there, man, and that fucking thing was pulling like 625 amps, man, which is insane. You know, a mil, a millionth of an amp will kill you, okay? We couldn't, man. We had to go in there and get them to shut down the plant, which they don't like to do because they lose money, and it takes a long But anyway, man, that's the deal. So, getting on to it, we're talking about the stock market earlier. I'm going to switch gears on you. Um, man, the fucking market, man. I mean, please. You know, I have never seen the greed. Just the fucking greed, man. It. Okay, look. I love history. Read your history, man. There is a bit. As you do, Standard Oil, okay, Rockefeller. Everybody knows who he is, right? At the time, man, back in the 1920s, I think, 30s, you know, you fact check me on that one, I don't really give a shit. It's, you know, it's in the ballpark, right? You know, some of this good bread from Pete and Sam's, man. Michael, Sammy, shout out to you guys, man. Thank you. The, the lasagna was awesome. Stephanie enjoyed it. It was great. Little mini pizzas. God, y'all got good food. Anyway, uh, Rockefeller, when asked, how much, Mr. Rockefeller, you've got all the money in the world, man. He was a billionaire in the 30s, comparatively to, say, uh, an Elon Musk or uh, that douchebag Bezos. <laughs> Sorry, man. You know, the guy's got all this money, man. He's got call centers in the fucking Philippines. And, you know, those are good jobs Americans could have, man. We buy all this shit, but he can't pay Americans to work in his end. You know, he can an answer on the phone. Anybody could do that, you know. And thank you, Joe Biden, for raising the minimum wage. That's, that's been needed for quite some time. Yeah, that didn't really keep up with the cost of inflation. Now did it. I'll get into that in a minute. But anyway, um, man, the market bullshit, it is just fucking nuts, man. But Rockefeller, they asked, you know, when is enough enough, Mr. Rockefeller? And you know what his answer was? Just a little bit more. You get, okay. Man, this douchebag Kramer. I mean, come on, man. This guy is such a piece of shit. And by the way, I can't take his ugly mug in the morning, man. I mean, come on, man. Bill Parr said I use this picture to scare the birds away. I swear to God, right? Now, when I go take a shit, I say, hey, baby, I'll be right back. I gotta take a Kramer. So, <laughs> anyway, man. You know, that's an old diamond joke. We used to use that with a... We had a, a manager we couldn't stand. His name was Byron. I can't tell you his last name. It would be prudent, Tate. But anyway, he... he uh, yeah, he earned it, man. 
he, he, when I got burned, he was waiting on me at the hot when the chopper medevac me out and landed. My parents were there. A lot of people loved me and heard it over the radio, and it was announced, and yada, yada. Well, they kind of quell that shit because it's bad business. You never hear of a lineman getting killed, and we always lose one every hurricane. I lost one in Sandy. He wasn't on my crew. Young man, 35 KV line, cut him right in half, man. Hit him midsection in a bucket. Got the guy in half, dead. You know, no one will spare you the gory details. But when I landed, the chopper landed me, and I always love flight, damn it. And the day I get to ride in the chopper, I'm all fucked up and burn up. Third and fourth degree burns, man. Anyway, I cover and close. And uh, you can't even tell my burns, man. When I first met my wife, Stephanie, my second, she, uh, you know, I told her, I was like, baby, I, you know, things started to get kind of, you know, a little intimate. And I said, look, I've got a, I've got some bad scars, babe. And she said, why do you got burned? And I said, yeah, they're pretty bad. And I just want She said, I think scars are sexy. And I said, well, you better get ready. I'm going to be one sexy muffo. So anyway, man. Uh, but Byron was on the roof, right? And he tells him. Uh, the media, the, you know, the channel, the fucking channel three people and, and, and 13 and all these people, and they're going to do an interview, right? What the hell happened? And Byron take this piece of shit manager we had. He was one of those bean counters for the, so you know the type, man. And we couldn't stand him. We gave him shit in every safety meeting. You know, he'd always done 2.3 this and 3.7% that. And, you know, Lyman, we ain't got no filter. And we, hey, Byron, how many times you ever been up on you know, a thunderstorm, man, on 60 feet in there with your ass on fire and a bowl of lightning rolling down the line at you? Man, well, I hadn't really done that, Glenn. I said, well, exactly. Shut the fuck up. And, man, we used to talk like this. I swear we did, man. You know, and it was a crowd of men. He couldn't tell who said it. He had an idea, right? And I wasn't the only one. There was a bunch of them. But we couldn't stand little shits like this. Back in the days, he was old lineman that, that, that managed us, man, and we loved that because they, they knew where we were coming from. You had a lot of that going around now, right? Your boss doesn't have shit to do, doesn't have a clue what you do, but yet he's your boss because he kisses ass, and yeah, you got it. So he told him that the family had requested zero media coverage, which my family never did that. That would have helped our lawsuit going forward. So, fast forward on the day of my settlement, Byron, and I'm just going through this in my head, y'all, get it off my chest, so bear with me. He's up there, man, five years later, you know, my lawyer calls me, he says, Glenn, they've killed two other linemen with the same machine, they just kept paying out the insurance and they wouldn't correct the problem, and I said, I knew I didn't do anything wrong, man. It's kind of like pilots, when a plane crashes, what's the first thing? They always say pilot error, right? Because they don't want the airlines to be on the hook, you know, paying out, you know, billions of dollars in, you know, in restitution. So, yeah, I found out that they had killed two other linemen with the same fucking machine I got cooked on. Whoever was on that machine was going to get it that day and happened to be me. Well, we hadn't had them that long. No training on them. And it wasn't it, man. It's a hydrodyne. It's basic shit. We've been doing it for years. It was just a newer model. And instead of a mechanical brake, it had a hydraulic brake. And without boring you with details, man, they fucking knew. They knew it had been dropping wire on other crews, man. And they didn't say shit to me. And I got a hole in my chest and my back's covered in skin graft. And, you know, it is what it is, right? But thank God I survived. And that was when I was 31 years old. So they gave me the cush job. And, you know, here, Glenn, you ride around with a pickup truck and you can watch other crews work and just get them their shit. Nah, man, I, you know, I can't do that. I tried it. And after about two months, it took me two years to come back, by the way, I had 13 skin graft surgeries. And, I look, I ain't going down that road, man, but... I just said, like, the fuck your job, did a little cushy bullshit. I put me back on the line, crew Foots. And Foots, he was a, Albert Wright was our supervisor. Everybody's got nicknames in our crew, pretty much. If you don't have a nickname, then they don't like you. So his name was Albert Wright, and he was a great man. And he had a 14-size shoe, and we called him Foots. 
you know, if I would, he goes, Foots. And I was like, Foots, man. And he put me back on a heavy crew. And he's like, Glenn, are you out of your fucking mind? I said, like, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, man, he, he said, oh, you're a damn good lineman. Yeah, I know you, you give me a lot of grief, but you're damn good at what you do. And I said, like, well, thank you, sir. So anyway, man, the rest is history. Um, yeah, the markets, though, man, they keep fucking in with us. And they do it every day. And they keep doing it, man. And I'm like, Jesus, I mean, when is it enough, right? I mean, I'm seeing shit I can, Canaan, C-A-N, man, you want to own this, right? Now, I'm getting to a point here in a minute about Twitter, right? And we're all doing this, we're all on Twitter feed. Now, I want to make this analogy, you don't have to agree with it. You know, when I get serious, I'm serious. And I can bullshit with the best of them and tell a joke and all that. And Lyman, by the way, we've got a, most of us have, have a pretty good sense of humor. I mean, you have to, right? So, doing what you do, man. And I need to take it from firefighters or cops because they got dangerous jobs, but a lineman has a gun to his head every fucking day, man. We go up in the air, we're, we, we got a loaded gun to our head because if you fuck up, you make a wrong move, you're a crispy critter. So, you know, somebody else can kill you by fucking up, so it ain't necessarily got to be you. Anyway, man, I've seen men with their arms burn off. I've seen people disfigured. I've seen people killed. I've seen a lot of gnarly shit my time. So, and a lot of it you have nightmares over, and you, you know, you got PTSD, I really think. <laughs> and I shouldn't even posted that the other day, because I'm stirring up a lot of shit right now, man. And what do they always do? Oh, you know, film at 11, you know. He pulled a gun, we shot him, he had PTSD in film at 11. So, nah, man. Yeah, you get known, that's how you protect yourself. And thank you, man. Thank you, Gaga, Stephanie. And thank you, you know, John Cusack and Robert Downey Jr. And, uh, and Edward Norton and, you know, Essie Cup. And God, it goes on and on, man. And George Clooney and Jesus, you guys are awesome. And thank you for your support and just acknowledging me, right, that I exist. Because <laughs> I'm a nobody, I get it. Um, but anyway, man, and a shout out to all the beautiful, beautiful, open-minded women down there in Brazil, man. Boa noite, senhoras. Is that right? And I don't know how to do a, an accent, but I did have some exchange students, Sand uh, Sandro and Octavio, back in 1990. Uh, they were actually my brother-in-law's friends, and they came over via the Church of Christ, which he was brainwashed with. But these cats were cool, man, and they stayed with me. They were 18, for Jesus Christ, I can't even believe it. So, hey, if y'all can find him, man, I mean, I'll, I'll get his name for a future podcast, but his name was Sandro, right? There's a, probably a million of those in Brazil. But his dad owned a pharmacy in one of your major cities, and I'll get the details. But they were cool as shit, man. They were 18, and they were a lot of fun. And I was 30 at the time, yeah. So, I got a little background, and they spoke Portuguese, man, and when they would get into that, dude, I was just like, you know, what the fuck ever, man? It might have been more than Klingon, but I didn't understand a bit of it. And you, I, if, to correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but it's like in Brazil, it sounds like a mixture of like Spanish and what Italian. I don't know, right? I don't know. It's interesting, and it's, it wigs me out to see it spelled. And I go to my little cheat in the uh, on the iPhone, you know, and, and do the translation. And some of them are already translated, which that's nice, people. If you're gonna do it, nah, man. But they are like nuts over. Uh, the beautiful Lana Del Rey, and I am too, man. She's awesome, man. I mean, just, she's got the most angelic voice in her lyrics, man. I'm a word, man. I love her lyrics. I just do. You know, I've got some favorites, man. Shades of Cool, uh, Mariner's Apartment Complex, uh, Norman fucking Rockwell, uh, Wild at Heart. It just goes on and on. But she's amazing. And she dyed her hair red, and hey, ooh, 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 
Donna, you're looking good in that red, huh? I'm telling you, and my wife tells me all the time, don't call people honey. I'm like, well, you know, it's a southern thing, so fuck it, I don't care. You know, I would never go to a woman and tell her honey, but I mean, like when I'm referring to one, and then, you know, right? And just with myself in the house, I'm like, hey, honey, what's up? I, we talk like that here, man. We don't say right and light like fucking Hollywood always gets it wrong. You watch the remake of The Client, the Grisham novel. Grisham's one of my favorites. And Susan Sarandon is a wonderful remake of the book takes place in Memphis and the girl who is the mother of the little kid that you know has a breakdown and then the mob's after him and trying to kill him and yada yada and it's a great movie by the way and I love Susan Sarandon she's so fucking hot I mean man an older woman that takes care older is not the right word mature woman that takes care of herself man to me is the hottest thing on God's earth so that being said um, yeah in the movie they say right and light and that ain't how we fucking talk man not in Memphis now, you go a little farther in Mississippi, and over in Arkansas, yeah, they talk like that. And some places in Tennessee, too. And by the way, for those of you who don't know, because I used to get this on Twitter, they're like, oh, he's a fucking Trumper, he's from Tennessee. A little, little history for you. Memphis is the only Democratic holdout in the whole state, okay? Everybody else over Trump, yeah, I think he carried like 89%, man. And most of them in the other little small towns and, you know, Hick Towns and Knox, Knox, Knoxville, Knox, Vegas, that's what we call it, and Nashville. Yeah, man, they're, they're, they're by and large Republican. And we've got a Republican, you know, house up in Nashville. And they're all stupid as hell. And Governor Lee, what a moron. So a lot of this bullshit that I've been talking about next door, you can believe it, man. No, I don't wear a tinfoil hat. This, at first, I, you know, we've known about it for quite some time, actually. I'm real tech-savvy, and I write code, and I've done it for a long time, and... You know, my son builds computers. I had him on a mouse when he was three. I got burned. You know, you get it. And I bought an IBM. And that's, man, for two years, that's what I did. It came with a code, a DOS code book, and I learned that shit inside and out. I had a friend, Tommy, who went and did that very thing, worked for at t to this day. If he's not retired, shout out to you, Tommy Lovelace. And uh, we grew up together. I haven't talked to Tommy in years, man. Uh, you know how people fall apart. It just happens. And they're living in another state, and I won't set his stuff out, but he's a great guy, and he's got a good family. And his brother Mike and Lois and Jimmy, and I hope you all are doing well, and I love you. But Tommy, man, went to, uh, yeah, at and and that's the first time I'd ever heard the term terabyte, you know, and this was like in 1990. And I was like, holy shit, really, a terabyte? Wow. So, all that being said, I know what's going on for a while over here. We've been playing a game. I said, honey, I always wanted to be an actor. And she's like, really, what are you talking I said, we're going to hash out this scheme. I'm going to be a drug dealer. And I had a friend of mine that used to come over. Now his name, I wanted to give you his name, but he's an African-American guy. And I'm trying to get the guy in a trade, man, because he went through a lot of shit in his life. His parents were crackheads back in the day. And he was homeless at 15, man, because he said, I did red. He said, I'd come home, man, and the fucking lights would be turned off. We wouldn't have any food there, and they're smoking crack, man. I just left. And a beautiful woman by the name of Barbara took him in, and she works nearby. And shout out to you, Barbara. Now I love y'all, you and Bud, man. So I, we hashed out this big elaborate scheme that I was gonna be, he was gonna be my drug dealer and I was gonna be on drugs and we did all this shit. And man, I mean, we did the sound effects. We did, because we knew they were listening to our phones. Yeah, you can bet your ass. This software, man, look her up, Natalie Persons, Rose College, joint venture with the University of Memphis. And they deal with AI. It's a military fucking application. You can look it up, man. They're dealing with the armed forces, the Navy Department, the Air Force. And I get it, man. <clears throat> they want to, you know, okay, let me back up. 
I don't know, man. I'm thinking it was like four years ago, and some asshole blew up a federal building to something, and he had an iPhone. Well, they asked Tim Cook, hey, can you help us with this? And Cook said, hey, that's our, that's our fucking thing, man. I can't, you know. And kudos to Tim Cook. You know, that's what made an Apple, an Apple phone, an iPhone, man. They were impenetrable. I mean, you could, they were hard to hack. A droid phone, they're not that hard. Uh, really, if you, but now, you know, there goes Apple too, because this bitch just, uh, you know, put the Apple thing out because, yeah, they're, they're hacked into my shit, man. And I know when I get home because it's the only place in Memphis where I get one bar. I can always tell when her little drunk idiot son's home and she's away because I look out, the Mercedes is gone, the little Tahoe's there. You know, he's got a white Tahoe in it. And, you know, he not, this thing has been wrecked more times, man. He goes to Bill Street, he gets fucked up, comes home with it all crashed, mommy fixes it, you get it. She just fixed it for him, man. He went down to Bill on St. Patty's Day, comes in at three in the fucking morning. He's woken us up several times. It's been a pisser, man. Okay, he banged on my fucking door at three in the morning one time, belligerent drunk. And if it wasn't for COVID, I said, Will, if you don't back the fuck up, I'm gonna come through and put a size 12 up your ass. He's 23, he's about the size of, I swear to God, man, I love this character and he's a beautiful man. And I love, I love uh, Austin Powers, right? Dr. Evil's son, Scott. You know, he's a little guy. Well, that's what this guy is. And he's a redhead. And he's a little twerp. And I'm a pretty big dude, man. I mean, I used to bounce back in the day. And you do line work, it puts it on you, man. So, you know, 6'1", 230 back in the day when I got burned. Not, not a bit of fat on me. And, you know, worked out. And, right. And I would have put a size 12 right up his ass, man. But he's out there screaming on my porch at 3. And this was only about a month ago, man. So ever since then, shit got really out of hand. So, yeah, anytime Mommy's away, I think Willie plays on Mommy's technology. And I can always tell, man, because I'll go down to, like, one bar. You know, shit will fit. One day I was out here, we had a porch party. It was a whole, uh, everybody, man, Cooper Young is cool as hell. I mean, most of them. You know, there's a couple of dicks here and there, but you got those anywhere, right? Now I got one living the right next door. <laughs> so, anyway... And by the way, she's only been in the house for almost two years, and she just flipped it. And it says, man, they're going to close on May 1st. God, we can't wait. Stephanie and I are, like, counting the days, man. Like, please, the day I see I told her, when I see her uh, at the moving van, I swear to God, I'm about to do Snoopy dance, right? Enough of that boring shit, man. So, you know, man, the markets, the greed, the bullshit. Just wait on Twitter is my point I was going to make with that. I was looking at Twitter. Now, Facebook. This is all true, people. Please fact check me on anything I tell you. Okay. Oh, I'm listening to Chris Stapleton right now in the background. Now you'll get the thing on here with the... It's called Mineral Steel on Anchor. And this is going to morph into something. And believe me, just be patient with me. I know that's hard to do. (laughs) I get it. But I'm looking at space right now. And we're going to get the mic set up. I've got some friends that have some equipment. And we're going to... I'm going to lease the space. Fuck it, I'm going to do it. And go ahead and get the camera on this thing. I'm hoping I can get some celebs in here. Memphis, man, is a big town for music. You know, I've seen the Stones here, Kiss, Queen, anybody's anybody, Crosby, Souls, Nash, and Young. Over the years, the Mid South Coliseum, man, there's a book that you can get. And I showed it. If you look at my Twitter feed, I posted a lot of pictures, and it's called Memphis Rocks. And it shows you all the footage, man, going back to the oldest days of 56 and fast forward all through the years, man, of everybody who's anybody's played here. Black Crows, saw them three times here. I was playing some this morning, as a matter of fact. Um, yeah, we're going to morph it into to the, right, to the real deal. Hey, what's up with Joe Rogan, man? I saw where he uh, told some people he, they shouldn't wear a mask. You know, that was pretty fucked up, Joe. I mean, I love Joe Rogan. I think he's got a brilliant podcast, man. I've, I've watched his show. I saw the episode with um, yeah, with Elon on it, man. And Elon's sitting back with a with a big baker, man. And 
<laughs> got a blunt, and I just thought it was badass. I think, pretty sure that was Rogan's show, but anyway. Hmm. Boy, that scotch is good stuff. And by the way, this is my, I'm nursing my first, so there you go. Oh, yeah, the markets, man, they're going to keep dragging this shit down because they can. They were mentioning the word correction today. And those fucking, I can't, man, they make my flesh crawl. Swear to God, I'm sitting here listening to them. It's just such bullshit. I've been playing markets on and off since 1998, okay? Made a lot of money, too. Lost my ass a few times, too, man. 9-11, you know, I ate about 230K, but look, a lot of good people lost their lives, man, so I never really got down on that, you know, it is what it is, man, you get, and one, Kramer one morning says, well, you know, you shouldn't gamble, and, you know, really, dickhead, playing the market is not gambling, you know, watching you is a gamble, so anyway, man, watch Twitter, okay, sorry about that, I should have said that, I told you I don't have a filter, hey, look, this is explicit, which brings me to a point, Tim Cook. I noticed my Apple feed was shut down. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, right? And the other day, I tried to get to do a thing. And it said, your account is in suspended. I'm like, what the f-, you know? And it said, I didn't mark my shit explicit, man. It has been marked explicit since I started doing this. Now, I don't know. It could have been the ill will. He, you believe this shit, man. And I set some traps this morning, man, because I've got a hardwired... Uh, uh, on my, you know, the, the homemade computer in the back, and it's got an AMD processor. It's beautiful. It's fast, and it's 12 gig, and it's it's got state-of-the-art AMD processor, which is Lisa Sue of AMD. She is a brilliant woman. So, AMD stock, yeah, if they're gonna take that down. I'd buy the shit out of that. I got a list for you, a shopping list, and write this down. You heard it right here. No Memphis Red. If it were me, and I ain't got time to explain it because we're in the 30 minutes, and I'm gonna cut you loose, man, because I want to watch this movie with my woman and. Uh, anyway, we're going to watch The Stars Born. Shout out to uh, Miss, Miss Stephanie. Uh, Lady Gaga, I love you. You're beautiful. And uh, good luck over there. I think it's in Italy that she's doing her movie or whatever right now. Or a song. Or, I don't know what the hell. I didn't really get into it. That's a movie, I do believe. But she's brilliant, man. She was brilliant in this. I think she's got a big career in movies, man. So, Gaga, if you need any help, you need a bodyguard or something, you let me know. Oh, I just got hit. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm serious, by the way. <laughs> Walk in here and give me some ice for my drink. Anyway, man, watch that, watch that fucking market, man, because they're awful as shit, and they'll tell you anything. Look, these people make a lot of money. You know, they do, man. Kernan makes $3 million a year. Kramer, Kramer's worth $100 million. He's a hedge fund manager. I could have been a hedge fund manager, but my parents were married, so I couldn't, right? He's a scumbag, man. You know, and by the way, investigate this shit since they're investigating so many people these days. And Joe Biden, man, you need to get on this, the market. You know, either you don't know Joe or you're a part of it because you're rich, right? Him and Nancy, man, I hate to call it out, y'all. You know, I'm sorry, but I get tired of the kiss asses, man. I get tired of Stephen Colbert, and I love Stephen Colbert. But he loves Nancy. I don't know if it's a Catholic thing. Oh, Nancy's just so good. Man, Nancy was playing Tesla options. When people were losing their fucking apartments back in February, that's right, a million dollars. Look it up, man. Her old man, and the Pelosi's are worth. I think her net worth is like 155 million. Heart full of love, that bullshit. She got a heart full of grief. Is what she's got. You don't fucking play options, man. When people are losing their apartments and they're sleeping in their cars, I think that's pretty fucking cold. Which brings me, Brad. I'm eating so. <laughs> He's drunk. I swear I'm not.
Anyway. Yeah, you don't do that. That's pretty cold, man. That's just my opinion. But, um, yeah, well, it is cold. It ain't just my opinion. It's cold. You know, people were getting evicted and sleeping in their fucking cars, and she's paying. And she can't get a COVID bill passed, man, because she's arguing with Mitch. See, that's the problem with this whole fucked up two-party system, man. Now, Mar hit it on the head on his last episode with SE Cup in April, and they were batting it back and forth, and I love it. And, and my god, Fran, man, Lepowitz, is that her name? She is so fucking cool, man. I'd love to have a cup of coffee with her in New York when this is all over with. And this pandemic, y'all, will end. They all, they did do, right? Your history again. You look at the uh, flu epidemic. And, the, and by the way, they think that was the strain of the bird flu. Oh, Maggie's song's playing, man. This always brings a tear to mind because I buried my dog, Mac, when I came home from Katrina. And uh, he was my lab of 15 years, man. And I had uh, buried a lot of dead dogs, man. In Katrina, that water came in so fast down there at the lake, man. And they were chained to their, their fucking houses. And when we got there, there were carcasses in the sun, man. I can't go there because... But uh, I buried a lot of them, man. I got my butt chewed out pretty good about that one. I was supposed to be setting poles. And I took my crew and I said, look, we're not going to leave them sitting out in the fucking sun, man. And I spent a whole day just digging auger holes and burying dogs, man. I probably buried 100 dogs, but anyway, that was pretty gnarly, man. I showed you some pictures today, Opia, and I couldn't show you some of them because it was too rough. But Joe Biden, you need to get a grip on the market, brother. I mean, come on, Joe. You know, people are already thinking it. And Stacy, she's on, I don't know her last name, man. I, I follow her on Twitter, and she's awesome. Stacy, shout out to you, because you're the shit. And she's like me. She just calls it like it is. Man, give me the straight, man. Don't blow sunshine on my ass. And, you know, you know, you know, old saying in the South, you know, don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining. So call it like it is. Mean what you say, say what you mean. I wish people would do that instead of all this political correct bullshit. You know, you don't want to hurt nobody's feelings, man, but just call it like it fucking is, man. Say what's on your mind. You know, I'm, a lot of us don't have that problem. I, I don't, why would you? You know, everybody's going, oh, Nancy's great, Joe's good, he's wonderful. Hey, I guess compared to Trump, man, anything would look good, right? Fucking Toll of the Hun, Herman Muster, I mean, fuck, who cares, right? Anything but Trump. Ah, uh, yeah, so I saw where they rounded Rudy up. Good for them, you know, fuck Rudy. Yeah, he's such a douchebag. No, man, this, you know what, term limits, term limits for senators, man, why not, you know, they hang on to the fucking job like the Pope, I mean, good God, they used to wheel Strom Thurmond out there on the floor, man, two marbles roll around in his fucking noggin, and he's in a wheelchair, and he's like 97, man, and this fucking, he's a cold-hearted racist, man, and they used to wheel his stupid ass out on the floor, I swear to God, look it up, man, Strom Thurmond, man, and old guard, man, fucked up. And hey, the Floyd family, man, I hope you guys are getting your healing. And I know it's going to take a long time, man. I, you know, it's something, I got to say this. It looks like fucking I'm going to do 60 minutes. I hope not. I'm at 35. I'm going to try to wrap it up here in a minute. I saw a gentleman on the news the other night. And I'd never thought about this, man. That's why I say use that empathy, right? Because until you put yourselves in somebody else's shoes... Okay, baby. Yeah, she's saying juror 52. Thank you. And uh, they probably know. Thank you. Yeah, juror 52. And they were interviewing him. And he's a black man. And he said, you know, she said, what was it like? 
And I swear to God, people, I never thought of this. And he said, well, what the hardest part was why I didn't go in every day, day after day after day, and seeing this black man die over and over and over. And I thought, wow, I had never thought of that, man, not like that. You know, you see it once, and it's so impactful, and it breaks your heart, man, to hear him going, mama, mama, you know, it broke my heart because I love my mother, man. And I talk to her every day. She's in Florida. God bless. She's well. And she got vaccinated. got her first one. I'm so proud of you, Mom. I hope she ain't listening to this. <laughs> Too many F Mom. I swear that wasn't me. That was dubbed in. I didn't say the F bomb. The other day you heard something else. I think I said flubbed, right? She can't hear anyone. Uh, <laughs> it's, man, it's 10 after 11. But yeah, it broke my heart, man, because he said he had to do that every day, right? And in all seriousness, man, the Floyd family, God, I love you. You know, love to you, man. Uh, the Wright family, the Toledo family, the Micaiah, the. It was a name, it was, and if, God forgive me, man, because I am the world. Sometimes I mess the name up, but it was her name Micaiah, and I don't know her last name. I'm thinking, no, it wasn't Adams, was it? But anyway, I swear, I'll get, I wouldn't plan on going there, y'all, forgive me. Uh, Brianna Taylor, uh, there's so many more men. Andrew, uh, the other day, you know, I mean, this is this shit keeps happening, man. That man was executed, a bullet head, to, a bullet shot to the back of the head. Really? I mean, did you see the way the fucking cops rolled around the corner? My God in heaven, man, that looked like some insanity, man. And back when I was growing up in the 60s, man, you didn't see that. It wasn't like that in Memphis. Man, I know black people didn't have it great, but honest to God, what I remember when I was growing up, you ever seen the movie The Help? Well, that's that's the way I remember black folk, man, back when I was a kid in the 60s, man. And my old man always treated and we had uh, her name was Annie May, like May West. And she was my second mama, man. I called her Annie Maid. I thought that's what they were saying, Annie Maid. And I M A I D, that's what I called her, Annie Maid. And she would come two days a week because my daddy was at the firehouse, right? Pops was at the fire station. Mom worked at City Hall back then. Man, I swear to God, we're like the forest gun for fucking Memphis, man. We've been through a lot of a lot of history. Uh, you know, that's my vote. <laughs> and anyway, man, I mean my mother she was, uh, you know, she was she was down there at City Hall, man, when all this happened. Uh, my father was at the fire station the morning they brought, I mean, the evening they brought Martin Luther King in, man. My my Aunt Dorothy, and I called her Aunt Doc, and she's deceased now, and she was my daddy's sister. She was a nurse, man, down at St. Joseph. Actually, she drew blood is what she did, what we call a phlebotomist or I don't know. But she was a lady that comes around and draws you blood and yada, yada, yada. Man, she was there, and she called my mother that night, and I remember the phone call, man, and mom was on the phone, and, you, you know, back in the day, right, just a landline, and he back, that wasn't even the push buttons, honey, that was a, the dial, right, and you had one, and, uh, you know, my parents were blue-collar, man, hard-working, and I was seven years old, and I swear to God, I remember it very well, and mom was on the phone, and you could hear the, what, and the, the distress, and, you know, we always... Mom always feared that she was going to get a call that my dad was burning the fire because they used to lose a lot of firefighters back then. I remember him laying in the bed one morning, man. He'd hit Memphis Net and Twine Fire. It was like a 10-alarm fire, and he'd fallen through a floor, and he had a two-by-four pierced his fuck at the back of his calf muscle, man. And it was a big chunk of wood. It went all the way in and out, and they, of course, had to, he had to be laid up for about a week, and I laid in the bed with him. And that's when I remember... Kennedy's brother Bobby was assassinated, man, because it showed in the Memphis commercial pill, it showed a diagram of the brain and where the bullet was lodged. I remember that. And I've got what they call an eidetic memory, so I remember all this crazy shit. 
I can't remember where I put my car keys 20 minutes ago, too much 420, but anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sometimes, man, not lately, yeah, been a dry spell, but uh, that's okay, you know, uh, it clears up your mind every now and you gotta pause, right, pause for the cause, and that's what I call it, but anyway, man, I do enjoy it, it treats so many things, man, I mean, you know, it's getting legalized, Kamala, you said you were gonna, I know there's some scuttlebutt about, uh, scuttlebutt, you know, that you were gonna, you know, try to get it decriminalized. It seems like Biden's open-minded enough for that, man. You know how many black American men are sitting in jails and whites too, but mostly black, honestly, which brings me to algorithms. And we're going to do a whole podcast on algorithms that are determining a man is not worthy and he is deemed, um, you know, hey, throw away and lock him up for 20 years over a fucking ounce of pot in some hick-ass town in Tennessee or Mississippi. That's just bullshit, and a lot of that happened, man. That's insane. God bless you, Kim Kardashian, for what you do. And I, res- I respect you, man. I really do. You know, back in the day with the Kardashians and all the crazy shit with your dad. <laughs> Caitlyn, I mean, it's not your dad now. But anyway, man. And I hear he's wor- She, Caitlyn, I'm sorry, Caitlyn, forgive me. Caitlyn is running for governor. You know, kudos, man. So anyway, uh, I wouldn't want that job. I'm sorry. You know. I'd rather just be on the sidelines and ripping the shit out of the politicians. I hope they get it right one day, man. But I think a good starting point would probably be like term limits for senators. And how about a flat tax, man? Come, you know what? That'll never happen. Guess why? Right? Steve Forbes tried that shit years ago. He didn't get very far. The corporations, you don't see any poor senators, man. Me and Adam discussed that tonight. I've always said that, and I told that to Adam. He's like, you're right. And he said, hey, matter of fact, I think he even brought it up before I did. He said, yeah, you don't see many, uh, many uh, poor senators. Exactly, brother. I say that all the time. You know, you don't. You know, they're all rich, man. They make the laws to cover the rich, to keep them rich. They pay zero tax, and then we all sit back and suck it at 20%, man. I mean, what the fuck ever? I don't know why we all agree to it, getting that long gray line. You know, man, you know, the sheeple, man, pay that fucking 20%. Don't even question it. Man, come on. And then churches, don't even get me started on that one, boy. All right, Bono had a line in a song one time. He said, God's not short of cash, mister. You know, well, you know, God is in his infinite wisdom, and I think this is a George Carlin bit. Just can't seem to manage money. Need your 30% tithe or 20%, whatever the hell. Anyway, man, look, I'm going to go. I love y'all. Endless, I'll try to use some empathy and some sympathy, man. And, you know, like, try to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Try not to be too judgmental. And I'm guilty of it. We all do it. You know. Man, we're going to get it together. Americans are strong. We're, the, we're one of the strongest people. Look what, look how we got to be Americans. We told a king to fuck off. Came across a fucking ocean on a boat. You know, got our ass kicked by disease and the Indians, and we still made it to this day to where we are, and we almost got it taken down by this asshole Trump, this fascist son of a bitch, and that's what he is. Joe, you need to get on the market, man. That's just my opinion, sir. And by the way, Joe, I have not got my $600, my second payment that is said on March the 12th. I posted the letter, and the funny thing is, Joe, when I got that, this, your second payment on March the 12th, I hadn't even got the first one at that point, man. Yeah, I went on Twitter, and the power of Twitter, man, is awesome. I would buy Twitter at around 40. I think they're going to ripple the shit out of it. I know it was at 57 or something after market, and I was like, wow. See, that's what they do, man. They'll get good numbers like they did with Tesla. Tesla had a good quarter. Where is it today? They just took it down almost $48, man. Why? Because they want to own it. And it works out good for the CEOs, too, because they get to buy back their own shares at a cheaper price, right? Everybody wins. They all stay rich, and we all suck it. And that's just the way it is, man, but it doesn't have to be that way. So... 
start talking to your congressmen, write your people. You know, they, they're put in there to represent we, the people, not represent their fucking pocketbook. A lot of that going around. All right, look, man, I'm going to go now. Peace and love. And I hope everybody has a good night. And uh, Stephanie, over in Italy, I'm going to watch your movie. And Bradley uh, Cooper, man, you're awesome in there, Brendan Jackson, Mame. And I love the part where he's in the in the drag club and he's playing. And me and Stephanie used to go to drag shows because she's a hairstylist, so we got a lot of gay friends. And, uh, yeah, we went to one, man, and, and the Keys. matter of fact, they got a good little show down in the Keys River in Key West. And they got some here in Memphis, too, if you ever come. But COVID's kind of put a damper on all that shit. But anyway, man, this is a trip. They're, it's entertaining, man. But, yeah, I left the little scene where she's like, you know, he plays her guitar. Just, what do you want me to sing? And she said, no, as long as you're looking at me, I don't care. <laughs> hey, arts and crafts, all me. Anyway, man, it's a great, yeah, we're going to enjoy it. And Lady Gaga, be careful over there in Italy. Nah, they got that shit bad, too. And I know you've probably been vaccinated. Stephanie, I got the J&J. I'm sorry, people, but eight people out of 7.5 million doses given does not warrant a pullback and you to be paranoid about the shit. I hope that Aaron, Kyle, and uh, and Harden get to get vaccinated, man, because it's nothing to be afraid of, y'all. Look, if I can take it with a bum ticker, and that's the bitch, man. My arteries are clear as a bell. I have no sclerosis whatsoever. I got a strong heart. Well, I did. And I knew this day would come, man, so I'm on the recipient list. Well, not, not yet, but I've been a donor since I was 87. My dad died waiting on one. I don't want to repeat that, man. Yeah, I'm going to break this Higgs, the curse of the Higgs men. Yeah, what the hell with that? He died way too young, but I miss him all the time, man. Look, it's 45 minutes, y'all. I got to go. I love you as always, and get vaccinated, man. There's nothing to be afraid of, okay? You don't want to end up on a fucking ventilator, man, and I don't want to leave you with those words. So anyway, Bill Maher. I will be tuning in to your next real time. SE Cup, thank you for all the uh, tweets and all the support from all the, you know, again, Robert Downey Jr. and George Clooney and on and on. Who am I forgetting? SE Cup, uh, uh, Edward Norton Jr., did I say that? Uh, John Cusack and Clooney. Yeah, I already said him. Oh, and Henry Winkler, man. I saw him tonight, man. I followed Henry. Henry, I followed you. And you're a fisherman. I think that's awesome. So get with me, man. I'll take you down to North Florida. I got the best kept secret in the world down there. I can take you some gator holes, man. There's got some large Florida bass in it. And yeah, the gators, they won't bother you. I got a, I got a little Smith & Wesson for their ass if they get kind of ruckus on us. But they never do. Anyway, man, look, I love y'all. Peace, love, and let's use that empathy and spread it all around. All right, this is Memphis Red, and we gone.